You can say every caveat you want, but the Yankees scored seven runs last night and hit a pair of homers, so who am I to complain? You are Locked On Yankees, your daily New York Yankees podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making us your first listen every day. I'm Stacey Gotsoulias. This episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on MLB or enter, enter promo code locked on MLB for a free white tech hat with any order. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. It's actually very true. With me, as always, is my producer, Steve Granato. Steve, besides gushing about bird dogs, how are we doing? <laughs> We're doing great. We're doing great. Yankees coming off of a victory. So, hey, like we said, who are we to complain? Coming away with a win. That's what you're here for, right? Isn't that the whole thing? Uh, hey, thanks for clicking on the show here today. We really appreciate it. Coming up later, of course, we're going to preview the finale. Yankees trying to take the rubber match and take the series in Chicago before getting out of Illinois. We have a new thing coming up later. And I actually haven't even told Stacy about this. Oh, boy. I'm calling it the boldest prediction game. See what I mean later. First, Stacy, last night's win, 7-1, to the final score. The offense finally busts out. I don't want to say, like, wow, they really poured it on last night. But, I mean, right. seven runs. They go deep a couple of times. I mean, it's it's hard to be upset about last night's win. Yeah. I just love that IKF has become a reliable hitter. Like, it's almost like you expect him to get the big hit now. And he got the first big hit of the game and kind of ended that horrible run of them having people on base and not doing anything and, you know, uh, to run double on that hit and it was kind of like a oh okay we can do this cool and uh you know the Yankees went from there again it's not like they scored 14 runs it's not like they were great in every aspect of the offense but this is a much better showing than the past couple of days yeah we were talking about it on yesterday's show how step one of your offense is getting people on mm -hmm. uh something that by the way eluded the rail riders last night just oh. throwing that out there. They got one hit last night. Didn't get Ooh. their first hit to the leadoff single in the ninth inning. Just throwing that out there. So it could have been that. Could have been that. Mm. They did have two walks. Uh, tough <laughs> night against Syracuse last night. Uh, anyway, besides the point. But the first step is, is getting people on. Step number two is getting people over. Step number three is getting people in, right? Get them, all, get them on, get them over, get it in is, is the, the most cliche thing we've ever said on the show. <laughs> but it is, still holds true. And yeah. the Yankees were able to get them on in the fourth. They got them over, and they finally got them in. That 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 last piece of the puzzle was something that had been eluding them for a couple of games now uh, yeah. here in the second half. And, and it's nice to see. You mentioned IKF with that big two-run double. I felt like that kind of woke everybody up a little bit. And I was like, oh, yeah, we can do this. This is how baseball works. And they did it. They are able to get it done. You see Harrison Bader with a nice RBI knock there. And Stace, my bold prediction. We're talking about the boldest predictions game a little bit later on in the show. <laughs> I, I was so close to being four-fifths of the way to my boldest predictions instead I'm just 20% of the way. Jake Bowers just, I mean, just missed a grand slam, man. That was so close. And as soon as it left the bat, I was like, come on, come on. Like, I'm a hero. I'm a hero if this leaves. And uh, I was not. I was not. Mm. But hey, sack fly, I'll take it. Yeah. He just, he just needs to thing. hit that slam now on Wednesday, so I'm good. Right. 
um, you know, because the game against Houston on Sunday, it's not like they didn't score. They just couldn't score when they really needed to. Like once they tied it and then Houston pulled ahead, they were able to claw away a little bit, but they had opportunities to possibly pull ahead and win that game. So when I say the last two days, I don't mean um, for both games, the, nu- the number of runs. I mean, just the big hit coming at the right time. So I just wanted to clear that up because I don't want people mad at me in the comments because you never know. Oh, Stace. Uh, <laughs> Higgy goes with the two-run shot in the eighth inning. Nice little pinch hit, two-run blast, and then Judge goes deep as well. Uh, f- remember we were talking about, it, what, like last week? Judge had those like four four games and four at-bats in a row where he just missed a homer. Um, yeah, he's been he's been on a little bit of a slide here. Uh, you know, c- came back, he was swinging it well. He's kind of gone on a little bit of a skid and nice to get him back on the board, get him back deep in the, in, in the outfield. So, I mean, again, there's, there's very little co- to complain about here with this offense last night. That home run was really majestic. Like that, <laughs> you could have seen that home run from Ohio with how high it was hit. I was like, whoa, look at the angle of that. I think David Cohn said it went 147 feet in the air. So even the people in the upper deck were like, oh, wow, look at that. It's like right at our eye level. How cool. <laughs> yeah. He's amazing. Was, yeah, I mean, to, to your point, 39 degree launch angle that is insanely high that is way up there yeah that's one of those like you know um the last out of dwight gooden's no hitter we couldn't see it because it was pretty much a straight up pop-up to jeter but it felt like it was taking 35 minutes for it to fall out of the sky because it was straight up in the air and that almost felt like what judge's home run was it was just so forever yeah. majestic and oh, I, beautiful i want to get the hang time on that one yeah uh, yeah 39 degrees 410 feet 109.1 off the bat so yeah that'll Pretty play good. that'll work that'll get you a run that's yeah for sure stacy we've been we've been talking about uh, uh this guy for a while now clark schmidt again mm-hmm. did mm-hmm. it again and and i think this is maybe one of the most unsung heroes in baseball right now considering how tough it's been, especially over the last week with the Yankees rotation. I mean, as of this recording, we don't even know who's starting tomorrow. Right. So, or today, (laughs) if you're watching it when it releases. Yeah. So to have Clark Schmidt go another five and a third of one run baseball, four hits, a walk, seven strikeouts. Yeah. Again, we said it at the top, you can give us every caveat you've ever heard of under the sun. I don't care. It's a major league baseball team. It's he's going out there and he's doing his job and he's doing it well. And and we'll be the first to admit, Stace, we were completely wrong about Clark Schmidt at the beginning of the year. I mean, maybe yeah. not at the time, but we right. were borderline calling for him to get out of the rotation. But oh, yeah, mostly by May. Because, yeah, <laughs> we were like, this is not working. And it wasn't mm-hmm. working again, to be no. fair at that point. I think, weirdly enough, the Yankees' lack of options with all the injuries, the Radon stuff, the Sevy stuff, kind of built Clark Schmidt into a legitimate Major League starter this year. Yeah. I mean, would I have liked for him to go further than five and a third? Yes, because I always say that I'd love for him to hit six and consistently hit six. He doesn't have to go seven. He doesn't have to go eight. But the rest of the numbers, you know, it was a Luis Robert. I mean, he has 31 home runs. I mean, that's... You know, it's not like you're giving it up to like a scrub from the end of the bench. Again, a major league baseball player, you're giving it up to a person that hits a lot of home runs. So that's not a knock on. (laughs) Yeah. On Clark Schmidt at all. Um, I love the one walk 
and seven strikeout ratio. I like that the strikeouts are going up. That's awesome. Yeah, we talked about that previewing that game yesterday on our show, but how his strikeouts have been climbing steadily, and that's that's huge. And and remember that the issues for him, especially at the beginning of the year, was that with two strikes. Mm-hmm. And for him to be able to swing it around now and to be able to finish off hitters is is a massive change in the way he's attacked hitters, the way he's been able to to battle through. I mean, there were games where he's going two, three innings, and now he's doubled that. So, yeah. I mean, there's there's very little, again, you can complain about with, with what Clark Schmidt has given the Yankees. Um, again, maybe the leash was longer than it should have been given circumstances. I think, again, that might be the reason why here. But yeah. that's now 14 straight starts for Clark Schmidt, three runs or less charts. That's just, yeah. it's insane. It's mm-hmm. insane for a guy that was a few months ago, we're going, hmm, who would you rather have in the five spot? <laughs> Multiple times over had that conversation. Yeah. And now, as we said, he's one of the most consistent and reliable starters that the Yankees have behind Garrett Cole, which is. That's a title to have. That is a title mm-hmm. to have. Speaking of reliable. <laughs> Uh, Michael King, which, by the way, they asked Michael King the other day on the Yes TikTok, which is also another aside, uh, by the way. I love the uh, read they have for that on Yes. Follow Yes on TikTok for more content. And, like, that's the entire read. It's the weirdest read ever. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But anyway, Michael King and other Yankees were asked who their favorite hip-hop artist was, and Michael King said J. Cole, which is the correct answer. So I'm very happy with that. Michael King, now my favorite Yankee. Sorry, I was How many of them said Drake? Oh, too many Drakes. Too many Drakes. Oh, too many. Get out of here. Get out of here. Uh, Drop in the comments down below (laughs) who's the best hip hop artist, (laughs) in your opinion. Maybe Uh, maybe we do one of our non baseball segments. I will go off on Drake. (laughs) There you go. There you go. That'll be fun. Break from baseball. Uh, Mm -hmm. Three and two thirds shutout from King Loisaga. Jonathan Loisaga goes one, two, three in the ninth. Look great. First game of the year. Uh, I mean, Again, man, I I got no complaints, man. Great, a solid game, solid yeah. game. Yeah, I'm sure people will complain about certain things, all the strikeouts, but it's it's they scored seven runs. Just be happy that they scored seven runs. They bounced back from the previous night, and now they have a chance to win the series. Yeah, take it. That's all you're looking at. That's all mm-hmm. you're looking at. Try to win series. Um, hey, tell us down below how you're feeling again, and also was why, why is Michael King correct in his answer to the best. <laughs> hip-hop artist and why are uh, we correct in our assessment of drake <laughs> yeah there you go there you go uh and of course you can leave questions for fan mail friday down below as well don't forget that's coming up in two days so fan mail friday you're running out of time to get your questions in you also can skip that line by joining our subtext and getting text conversations with stacy myself there's a 14-day free trial and you get a whole bunch of other perks with that as well we're going to step aside but we teased it earlier the boldest prediction game what is that you're going to find out next This episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Hey, Bird Dogs, I'm telling you guys, is the best place to buy men's shorts and pants that come in with a built-in liner. They've sent us a couple of pairs to all Locked On hosts, and I'm not even joking when I say they are some of my favorite pieces of clothing to wear now. I wore my Bird Dogs pants today, as a matter of fact. Love them. First time I'd worn them, and I really did enjoy wearing them. Uh, I feel better. I look better. And honestly, they're just super comfortable. And you can dress them up. You can dress them down. You guys have heard me talk about bird dogs a couple of times now at this 
point. They're super comfortable, they're versatile, and they're cheaper than other, other reputable brands. You know, I also have some Lululemons, which, you know, is a little bougie, but these are like better than Lulu's and cheaper, which I am all about. I'm always about saving a buck. And you can save a ton of bucks by going to birddogs.com slash MLB, or you can enter that promo code MLB, and you're going to get a free white tech hat. Yes, a free hat with your order. That's birddogs.com slash MLB promo code MLB for a free white tech hat. You won't want to take off your bird dogs, we promise you. Back here on Locked on Yankees. Hey, don't forget tonight, final game in Chicago. You can listen to that on SiriusXM. And, of course, on tomorrow's show, we're going to talk about that game. We're going to recap the series. We're also going to talk about IKF and what that season, what this season has been like for him and uh, just kind of break down, like, what a surprise IKF has been this year. But, Stacey, a lot of people don't know. Probably, I don't even know if you know this. I used to host a movie review podcast during the pandemic. Uh, we covered 50 something movies. Like it was like over a full year of movie content we did. And at the top of that show, we used to play a game every single episode. So I've made a lot of games and I got an idea to, <laughs> to make a game for this show, something we haven't done before. It's called the boldest predictions game. And the bold, we've been doing bold predictions now for a, about two months. Mm -hmm. And I, th I think they've been fun. I, I enjoy doing our bold predictions, uh, yeah. especially because you can look back and say how dumb we've been. It's one <laughs> yeah. of my favorite things to do. <laughs> now, we're going to expand the boldest predictions, Stacey. I'm going to, I have eight, and it's your job to say true or false after that. Okay. And this, this is a chance for you at home or you at work or you on your commute to save this episode <laughs> so you can make a fool of Stacey. This is just free fodder for you right here. And you just be like, all right, Stacy, you were very wrong on that. So I have eight bold predictions for the Yankees, not just this series. I'm not just this season. I mean, all time Yankees calls here. Hot oh takes, essentially. So, okay. Stacy, I'm putting you on the spot with these eight, and you have to tell me true or false. Are you ready to play the boldest predictions game? I am ready. All right, here we go. Bold prediction number one the number 99 will be retired. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're already planning that. Like, come on. Yeah, definitely. I'm just, hey, we're, we're, we, we got to build our way up here. Mm -hmm. Okay, bold prediction number two. Aaron Boone will be manager in 2024 of the Yankees. Ugh. True. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> All right, it gets harder. Mm -hmm. Bold prediction number three. Brian Cashman will be fired this offseason. False. Wow, didn't want to go with it. Huh? You didn't want to go with it. Okay, mm -mm. okay, okay. <laughs> Bull prediction number four. Jason Dominguez will play his entire major league career in pinstripes. False. Wow. <laughs> now, see, there is a caveat to that one, I was thinking, as a, after I wrote it. What if Jason Dominguez only plays like one season in the majors? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It could be one game. It could be 20 years. But mm -hmm. you don't think that he will play his whole career with the Yankees. Okay. Okay. Mm -mm. Speaking of not playing their whole career with the Yankees. Bull prediction number five. Anthony Volpe will be traded by the Yankees at some point. 
Ooh. I'll go true. Wow. Okay. Okay. <laughs> See, you're learning the bold. You're learning the boldness. Mm -hmm. um, this is one I know some Yankees fans are clamoring for. Bold prediction number six. Giancarlo Stanton will be DFA'd before his contract ends. Ooh. Is he going to get the Aaron Hicks treatment? I think like it may be like a similar to the A-Rod situation kind of thing. Like, okay, you've had fun. We're going to bring some kids <laughs> up now and we're going to give you money. Like that kind of a thing. I could see that wow. happening. Yeah. Wow. So you're going, mm -hmm. yes. Yes. Okay. True. This one, give you a, a, a little reprieve here. Garrett Cole will win Cy Young this season. <laughs> oh, I'm going to go false. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I can't wait till that one's wrong. Because that is 100% going to be in the episode where we go, Garrett Cole won Cy Young. And we're like, look what Stacy said. Mm -hmm. See? See? This is, this, is, this is just gotcha journalism right here for you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call an option here. Garrett okay. Cole will win Cy Young this year, and in 2024. <laughs> false. False. Dang. Yeah. Dang, dang. Okay, Stacy, our final bold prediction, the boldest prediction of all, <laughs> and you could be a hero if you get it right in the positive end for the Yankees. Okay. Bold prediction number eight: the New York Yankees. Will sign Shohei Otani. Oh, oh, oh my God. False. Oh, no. I thought you were going to, you were thinking, you're mulling it over there for a second. You At really wanted second, to say true. For a second. And then I was like, it's Hal. It's, it's Hal. I cannot believe that he would do that. Like, he would have to, they would have to tie him up and convince him to do it. Like, you know, almost like torture him and convince him to do it like clockwork orange the eyes open just showing him Shohei Otani highlights for like 24 straight hours until he relents and is like yes give him all the money that's not gonna happen <laughs> okay I feel like I mean would I love can... that to happen of course I would but I don't trust that I don't trust Hal to do that no I, I think Steve Cohen might make a big play for him and forget that whole yeah. oh we're gonna be better in 2025 thing <laughs> yeah yeah that's not exactly gonna play for show uh mm -hmm. man i i don't know why i have this impulse to say baltimore i just have this impulse to say baltimore for some reason i'm actually surprised that baltimore didn't well i i feel like baltimore would have been the ones to get him at the trade deadline and then they would have sweetened the deal to keep him with them uh just because they have so many my god their farm system is unbelievable yeah ridiculously stacked yeah Norf norfolk tides just crushing the international league uh yeah i i don't know i don't know whatever it is about it in my brain it's just baltimore 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 i don't know what it is and then it'll come out later the yankees oh well we made a play we missed out on we missed out on shohei and you know we tried and just didn't get them and now shohei for the next eight years just destroys the yankees it's just that's my bold prediction. There you go. I'll, I'll throw one in. That way I look dumb. Okay? You feel better? <laughs> uh, you know, let us... it's, it's my turn to look dumb. <laughs> yeah, it's my, well, yeah, like I don't do that enough. Uh, let us know in the comment section down below which ones are true, which ones are false. Give, give me your favorite one. 
And uh, I know it's going to be a lot of the Yankees will sign Shohei. Stacy, Stacy, don't believe. They don't Mm-mm. believe. I do, do not you believe. Let me know down below. Of course, the Angels are completely falling apart. So, I mean, I they were winning the last I saw. Oh, well, don't say that too loud. Uh, Hey, we're going to step aside. We come back. We have a preview for the final game in Chicago. We got to talk about the weird starter situation. Want the chance to win more money with fewer picks? Head to Sleeper where you can win up to 100 times your money on just two or more fantasy baseball picks. Sleeper is a fantasy sports and real money gaming app focused on bringing people together through sports and gaming. Sleeper has become the fastest organically growing fantasy platform in the world with over 5 million active users. At Sleeper, it's not just about sports. It's about building personal connections and lasting memories. I'm Staceface826, so you can connect with me. With Sleeper, predict predict the hottest baseball stats like home runs, hits, strikeouts, and much more to cash in on your daily fantasy baseball skills. Download Sleeper in your app store and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. And you can see their terms of use for details. It's currently operational in over 30 states. So check out Sleeper today. Back now on Locked On Yankees. Don't forget, everybody, you can catch the White Sox series, the final game in that set tonight on SiriusXM. Just download the SiriusXM app and search for Yankees. Okay, weird today, Stace. Mike Clevenger gets the ball for Chicago. Uh, he's dealt with injuries this season. His strikeouts are way down, especially by his standards and you know at the peak of his career. Uh, before he got shipped off to San Diego, you know, he, he, he was much more a strikeout artist than he is now. He's coming off of just a couple of strikeouts in his last outing, three earned, uh, four total runs last time out. Uh, but the weirder situation here for this game is, as we're recording this, we still don't know who is going to start for the Yankees. This is, I think this is the latest we've had this situation all year, right? I think so, yeah. I I mean, we keep saying it. They can't run Severino out there unless they do an opener situation. But I don't see that happening either. Um, Yeah, Sevy, it's Sevy is lined up today. Yeah, that it is his turn in the rotation. I think what's making this situation so much harder is the Rodone news, right? And and of course the Herman news, uh, very different news. But yes. But having them both unable to go at this point uh, has really thrown a wrench into the system here because I think even if just Rodon was in, Seve's out, right? I I don't think they're even considering it at that point. Right. I would agree with that, yeah. Um, I think the thing that works in the Yankees' favor um, is the off day that they have between this series and the series coming up over the weekend. So if they needed to do some sort of bullpen game, you know, it was only King and Luizaga on Tuesday night. So that kind of helps the bullpen a bit. And if they need to use more guys on Wednesday in the finale, it won't be as bad as, you know, a time where they'd have to go straight to another city and play another game. So um, 
I, I think that quote though from Aaron Boone have we we have we mentioned the quote yet because it's uh yeah <laughs> interesting it, uh, <laughs> yeah said in the post game uh, last night quote they are considering everything yeah <laughs> that's something that's something yeah uh, that really you know what's nice is that really narrows it down for us uh we I did I I know what they're considering there are a couple of things they're considering right Sevi one. Yeah. And there are branching narratives off of Sevi. If it is Sevi, like, what do we do in that situation? Do we A, let him go? B, have someone ready almost immediately? C, like you said, opener it for him? Like, there are, are multiple, again, branching narratives there on yeah. what they could do with Severino. The other option is not Johnny Brito. They can't call Johnny Brito. Has not been 10 days since he has been optioned, and there is no injury to speak of for uh, he could get called up regardless. It's Randy Vasquez. It's clearly Randy Vasquez. Vasquez has not pitched since last Wednesday when he spun an absolute gem against Rochester, which we talked about, of course, on Miners Monday with Connor Foley. So Randy Vasquez is the clear-cut candidate to come up. The problem with that is someone's got to go down. Mm. That's a problem. Yeah. And they've got a lot down. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was going to say, like. <laughs> yeah. With with Marinaccio down, like that makes it tougher. Uh, you, you don't want to option Michael King. Like there's just, there's not any room. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. So that's, that's uh. why I think it could be something like a Greg Allen. Because they only have 13, uh, 13 pitchers on the roster right now. That's so. true. They could do that. That so would, make, that would like actually that. make sense. Yeah, yeah, that would make sense. But they, I, I mean, we've been saying it ad nauseum, but they can't, they can't keep running Sevy out there. I mean, it's yeah. an automatic bad thing. Cole. He's just, yeah. you know, <laughs> he's the opposite of Cole, basically. Like, yeah. you could pretty much pencil usually – if the offense doesn't screw with Cole, you can usually pencil in what you think would be a win where when Seve goes on the mound, it's almost like an automatic L and the Yankees can't afford that. So no, they can't, they can't afford it. I'm curious to see. I, I mean, you're stuck in a rock and a hard place here. There's not much winning in this scenario either way, any way you slice it. So I'm curious. I, I would go the, I, I believe, don't quote me on this, I believe it's a DFA for Greg Allen. You'd have to do, uh, I don't think he has any options to my memory. So I think you cut that tie. You got Judge back. You have Stanton. You could always go to Florial if you really need it. You have Franchi. Like, there's there's other alpha options right now, so I'm not too worried about it. And Greg is, Allen hasn't been playing anyway. He played yeah. last night, but he, he just has not been playing. So I think that is... That is the likely scenario. You just call Vasquez up and and let him take the rotation spot. I, f I feel like Sevy's lost that spot. He should. No offense to him. Love Sevy, but at this point, he has to lose the spot because we were thinking of kicking Clark Schmidt out, and he hadn't done as bad badly as Severino has oh, since he's remotely. come back. Right. I'm curious to see how they do it. They could go bullpen day with a bit of Sevy out of the pen, like you said, with an opener or something like that. They could totally do that. Let Sevy go two or three innings just to yeah. try and if see, it goes Yeah, and okay. see how he goes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and see how that works and see if they have anything legitimately out of the pen as a long man. I don't know. Rock in a hard place. Uh, hopefully they figure it out, and hopefully it, it ends up coming out on top for them. 
Let us know how you're feeling about that, how you're feeling about Seve. And, of course, uh, while you're down there, drop your questions for fan mail. Friday only got a couple more days before Friday. And that's coming up here on the next, of course, Friday show. And, of course, you can drop uh, or you can join our subtext and get text messages with Stacy and myself. You can have one-on-one conversations with us. Get answers to your questions for Fan Mail Friday, priority, roster moves, all that stuff. And you will be the first one to know if they do make that roster move tomorrow or today. <laughs> it's late. That's going to do it for us. And today's Locked on Yankees. I'm Steve Brown. And I'm Stacy Gotsoulias. We will see you tomorrow.